folks. We hope. If I push the right one, maybe we can start. Tune in, the signal's clear. Coming through geocache talk. A voice on the line I hear. Coming through geocache talk. It's time for geocache talk. Whether you are at work, in the car, or wherever you are, we hope you enjoy this show about the great sport of geocaching. If you are watching live on YouTube, you can be part of the adventure tonight in the chat room and participate with others as they watch the show. If you are listening later, please give it a like and subscribe on your favorite podcasting app so that you can get all of the weekly geocache talk goodness. You know, Jesse, if I push the one that says new show opening... I think you should just keep people guessing. Every once in a while, just start it up with something random or the, like the closing of the show. Just start that at the beginning. Start with the closing? Yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe so. All right. Big thanks to the Travel Bugs for our opening and our featured patrons, Holo Yossi, or the Mad Finn, as we like to call him, Semmels123, Chaos in Motion, Cash the Line, The Caching Dead, New York, Nicole, Udak, The Dig Family, JB Opto, Geovet91, and our new patrons, 1940 Chevy, Chevy like Chevy Chase? No, 1940 Chevy, mm -hmm. Joyful Nomad, Gobi Geocachers, and Crime Fighter 89. I like that name. That's I do too. Cool. I like that one. Probably, maybe he's. Uh, Maybe former co-worker. Oh, wow. Cool. No, I, I don't know him. I'm saying from the <laughs> industry, not. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He might be law enforcement. We'll have to ask him. We'll have to ask uh, him. Let's hope he's something like that. Maybe he's FBI. I don't know. Maybe he's a spy. He's a he secret could be. spy. Well, he could be, or a superhero. He's a crime fighter. Could that, be Batman. Usually they don't give away their name like that, though. Yeah, well, he didn't put Batman, so maybe crime fighter. Maybe, maybe, maybe he's boy. Batman. He could be Batman. I mean, you're. That would be cool. I mean, if you're gonna be if you're gonna be Batman, be Batman. That's right. Not a superhero, but we'll get into that another night. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you'd like to become a patron, and us make crazy notes about or comments about your. Yeah, you know what. Name. Even if you're not a patron, send your name in. We'll make fun of you. It's okay. It's okay. We don't make fun of them. We're just going to have, we have, we have fun with them. We're, We're usually making fun of us. Gary's pronunciation yes. of your name. Exactly. Uh, oh, I can hear myself. You're going to have to turn your volume down touch, buddy. I just, I like your voice so much. I turned it all the way up. Thanks. I can, but I can hear myself and I don't like hearing myself. Oh, <laughs> click on the become a patron. Uh, link on the front page of the Geocache Talk website. It's the red heart at the top. Or head on over to patreon.com forward slash Geocache Talk for more details. Patrons get the now famous blackout coin. Did you find yours? No, it's still in the Jeep, but. But. Or. Or. No, can't have this one. Green one can't. I have it. I do have my green one finally. I did find it, so that's good. Almost like it's time to have a new one of these. 
Oh, something Man, like maybe, maybe like this. Oh, <laughs> put that away. Put that away. That's podcast hope material. What are you doing? Yeah, I know. What am I? What am I doing? I don't know. Gotta be, gotta be, gotta be quick to see that. Um, other geocaching items during the year, well as bonus content. We got some bonus content coming up. Yeah, we do. Uh, that we will talk about here in a minute. Invites to special events only for patrons. Support levels start at as little as Bison Tube level, which is three dollars a month. And if you are a ten dollar a month patron, you get a lot of extra perks as well, like books so, and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, lately with books and stuff, so it's been cool. Anything special? Yeah, lots yeah. of special stuff. But um, but we're gonna. Here's the secret trick, which we can't talk about tonight, but we'll talk about it really soon. We're gonna put all the patrons to work. They just don't know it yet. Yeah, we have a special job for everybody. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that briefly. It's almost yeah. like a volunteer opportunity, but let's keep moving on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can still hear myself. I gotta turn turn you down somehow. Um, your speaker. I think you're having the technical difficulties tonight. Maybe I turned my volume down, so maybe that was maybe because. That might be the problem. I don't know. All right. I turned myself down more. See if you can turn yourself down a little bit. I'm, I'm way down. I can't even hear anything. I'm just reading your lips at this point. What? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> All right. Let's jump right into show 225 as we talk about visually. I had to update the uh, webcam watch. No, we're getting there. We'll get to the okay, news. Okay, okay. All right. Thanks for skipping me here. Jump right into show 225 like we've never done this before. <laughs> show 225. Visually impaired geocaching. And uh, let's do some news. Yes, webcams. I think it's just one of those nights where everything seems like a little bit off. <laughs> you know what it is. Um, no. Uh, uh, so webcam. We, we stopped doing our webcam watch for a while just because it was depressing. So every once in a while, we're going to update it. Um, and I looked it up tonight right before we started the show. We are down to 96 in the U.S., so well below 100 now. Right. Um, 235 in the world, and there's currently seven disabled. So not great. It's it's They're starting to dwindle even quicker. Um, unfortunately, they're going down, they're going down, and there's no plans to really bring them back anytime soon that we know of. So find them if you can get anywhere close to them for right now. Yeah, I wonder... What are your thoughts on this? Do you think that if they get to a point where, uh, I don't know, Pizza Ninja, if we can, I don't think we're going to be able to save them. I don't think that's. We want to save them. That's the real question. Do we want to save them? You don't think so? Well, no. And they're only fun and they're only cool because they're rare. If they yeah. can save them and still keep them rare. Now, they've done a really good job on the virtuals, but. If they could save them and keep them rare, like attach them to geo tours or make them where they're special, I, I don't want eight thousand webcam caches showing up in town. I'm not. Right. Gonna, I'm, those are boring. Those are just smileys that are no fun. There's nothing to find. If they are able to keep them alive but keep them rare, like lock them in somehow or something, yeah, I think that'd that be makes cool. them still a fun type. But if they started popping up everywhere, that'd be some they other game. It'd be. It become way marking. Yeah, Christy says we don't want to save them. Yeah, she hates them. I know. 
Well, they're, again, they're rare. There's less than a hundred of them in the whole U S for, for us. That's, that's something you get when you go through town, right? You don't miss an opportunity to get one, but if there was a hundred of them in town, I wouldn't be getting them. Right. Right. Uh, um, yeah. Give webcams to mega events. I, I kind of see that. Just Isn't add it, it. It, aren't those, those things they used to do a long time ago when you actually all showed up at the same place, like a whole bunch of people would show up at the same place and, Oh yeah, mega events. Event, you yeah, yeah. You remember those? They used to do those yeah, back in the day. We had, we had events back in the day. <laughs> yeah, oldest webcam. That's a good question. I'm not quite sure what the oldest webcam is, Darwolf. We have to. We'll have we to find that. To find out. It wouldn't be that that hard to figure it out, but uh, we have not looked that up before. Oldest webcam, right in the world, would be interesting. Uh, there's one in, in Antarctica. <laughs> that. Let's not go there again. <laughs> Um. Okay. Yeah, there are there are useful albedos, right? For if you're trying to do a a busy day. Oh, absolutely. And that's you know when if you can get one of those on a busy day, that's that's good for that challenge for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, I was able. To, Susan and I were able to do that. Uh, in when we went to Moga, 2017, we were able to go to a location where we did a where I go, a webcam, and nearby was a multi. We did 10. I think we got 10, 10 that day, 10 that uh, that day, which is kind of cool if you get that many. I mean, it's not perfect, but it's it's quite a few. It's kind of neat. No, that's, that's a lot of different types in one day, right? Letterbox, yeah. Yeah. You know, Mega, all that stuff. Jinx has never done one. You live in Colorado. There's there's what, 10 there's or 15? One, there's one in Colorado. <laughs> Okay, there's one. Sorry. <laughs> it's in Colorado Springs at the uh, Cheyenne Mountain Zoo. Right. It's the giraffe cam? Yep, the giraffe cam. Can you still get that? Yeah. I, well, well I, assuming it's open. So it's Colorado open. Springs Zoo should still be open. So okay. it's a little cold right now, but uh, that's one of the best webcams out there. If they're all like that, I'd like them. You actually get to feed giraffes and stuff, and it's that camera. It's pretty cool. GC24CD. But oh, it's but it's disabled. disabled. <laughs> That's not a good sign. What a surprise, huh? Yeah. Uh, All right, en- enough of the bad news. Let's move on to some better, more fun news. So let's go with some good news. Uh, so, um, a couple things. I want to remind people, we talked about this last week, uh, the, Joy- the Joy Noel missions. Also, they change it to mm-hmm. what the Happy Holidays missions. Yeah, because I think it takes it so long to uh, get all the coins sent back and forth across everybody. It's kind of it's not necessarily the Christmas mission, and yeah. it's people from all over the world, so they're they're kind of expanding that a little bit, right? To include more people than than before. Yeah, you want to go to that forum post? It'll be in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, I put it down below us at the moment. The Happy Holidays mission. You gotta go. You want to go to the forum post and read the instructions, and then from there, you can follow the the the, the instru- follow the instructions, and you will find out how to be part of the Happy Holidays missions mission, and you can uh, do some coin trading. That's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, and if if you're into coins and then trading with people, that's that's a great way to do it and a fun thing to do right around the holidays. So yeah, absolutely. 
So that's perfect. Uh, Ryan says he put in for two. That's good. Yeah, if you put in for – you can put in for multiple. So if you, mm-hmm. you trade two, you'll get two back. Um, so yeah, You know, if you're a coin person at all, you know you have extra unactivated coins sitting around. Yeah. You know you have them. You, got you probably have them still in the original plastic. They may still even be the bag you brought home from the mega event with like the papers and everything else in it. It may still be in that bag. Uh, exactly. Um, I think we should give away a coin too. Speaking of, very yeah, speaking good segue. Of coin, let's give one away. Let's give one away. What are you uh, going to give away? I have a coin here uh, for the the winner of last week's. Uh, Contest. Do you remember what the contest was about? Do you remember the? Yes. So related to what we were talking about, um, we asked about a specific article in a specific volume and uh, of FTF magazine. Yep. And Gary even kind of flashed the front of it, kind of flashed the article. <laughs> um, but this was a harder one. This is one of our harder questions. You know, you can't just can't just Google it. You had to get in touch with somebody or look through your past magazines if you have them to get the answer. Um, and not as many people got this one right. No, uh, we didn't have too many entries, which is fine. It, it does. It, it happens. I think it's only like yeah, thirty thousand entries this time or something, something like that. Yeah, a lot less. And go to random.org. We got a. We did random.org, and I wanted to do it again just because of the who who who. who uh, who won it? I thought, did I push the right thing in? Maybe I should random.org it again. So mean. So I random.org it again. It came up with the same. Then I checked it to see if random.org was working. And it was. So we're going to have to give it to this person um, <laughs> anyway. So All right. So who are we going to give it to? The winner was Steve Direwolf821. Whoever that guy is. That okay. guy just happens to be in the chat room tonight. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm kidding him. Congratulations, Steve. Yeah. Um, it's kind of cool. Yeah, they, finding that that wasn't easy. That wasn't an easy answer to get. No, it wasn't. And so for that, you get a really cool coin. Um, this is the Estonia Song and Dance Festival coin. So it's pretty slick. Isn't that cool looking? That is a pretty cool coin. The 3D raised. Really, yeah. The back is really cool. So there you go. That is a pretty cool coin. I love it. It's kind of neat. It's a different shape, you know, kind of neat, kind of different, kind of mm-hmm. cool. So um, there you go. There's the winner. Way to go, Steve. Uh, oh, you're donating back to me? Oh, thank you. I'll put, in my, <laughs> put it back in my coin collection here, Steve. Thank you, sir. That was really nice of you. So all right. Well, there you go. That's how that works. Uh, so what else is going on? Nothing, right? Nothing for the rest of the year. Man, we've got a lot going on. A lot going on, buddy. Uh, play a commercial for something going on. Let's let let us play that. Right, right now, I got two to play for that, but let's play this one.
So Podcast to Hope is going to be December 6th, mm-hmm. and that is two weeks away. We're just two weeks. Yep, just two weeks away from our eight-hour telethon. Podcast. Telethon if it's on Facebook and YouTube and stuff. Extraordinaire. Showcase? Yeah. No. Showcase. Fundraiser. Let's just call it a fundraiser. Yeah. Going to raise money for St. Jude. Very excited about that. We want to raise at least 8000 this year. Um, so, you know, please join us in, in that. Um, as you saw in our commercial, we've got some great guests this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alexandra Boylan will be back. There's Potathon. I like that one. Potathon. Thank you, Steve. Or, uh, yeah, that's good. Scott. Will a schedule Scott. be coming out as far as when people will be on? Yes. Okay. Yes, we're finalizing that. We have one. We're still trying to get one more guest that we're we're waiting on. But uh, yeah, yeah, we have some great guests this this year. Um, it's really cool. We've got um, uh, starting with Alexandra Boylan. Um, as you know, we've had her on a few times. We've got we're gonna glean some more stories from her mm-hmm. and. Uh, Excited about having on um, um, her guests that she had. Dang it, why am I still hearing you? I can't turn myself down anymore. We'll have to work on that. Uh, your speakers are, are coming back through your microphone, I think. But I'll, 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 I'll speak lower. Maybe that'll work. <laughs> I'll speak a little lower. Um, so... Beyond in the last movie, Switched. Switch is a great movie. Uh, it came out this this fall. Um, it's a fun movie to watch. It's it's fun. It's got a great message. Uh, it's an anti-bullying movie. So if you know of schools, they have materials uh, provided uh, that you can get from them to help with that. Um, to really help that cause of, of stopping bullying. Um, you know, that's the theme of the movie, but, um, they just do a great job of, of promoting anti-bullying. It's, it's, uh, just well done. So Maya is going to be on with us. Uh, yeah. Uh, Trinity is going to be on with us. Uh, if people are familiar with her at all, she, uh, she's also a stunt woman. She's done a lot of movies. I'm looking forward to talking to her about not only her, wrestling uh which is always kind of interesting to, to talk to a wrestler um she's done she's done a movie um and she's been uh, like a star in a movie called jesse of all things have you watched that yet oh you're now I, I can't hear you at all you're on mute let me let me, let me unmute you oh you gotta unmute yourself there I was just gonna not. I was gonna leave myself muted, then I can say whatever I want to. Yeah. Say. Now your other. Now your microphone doesn't work at all. I can. I hear you through some other microphone you got. Your local. <laughs> fun, fun for the night. It's just one of those things. Can you hear me though? Barely. Your other oh, microphone's not working at all. So you need. Right. I'll check, try to keep messing with it. Check your settings while you're checking your settings. Uh, w- uh, we also have on Andy uh, McFly uh, Stano. He is. Um, he has got um, a lot of trying. Are you better? Are you back? Test, test. Yeah, that's you. I realize uh, that. 
<laughs> that's you. I, I can see you and I can hear you. Uh, can you hear you? Yeah, well, probably, but I'll be okay. I'll, okay. I'll live through it. All right. I, I'm fine. I'll hear it right now, so that's good. Uh, Andy will be interesting. He is... Um, uh, he owns a DeLorean, <laughs> but he has decked out that DeLorean like you wouldn't believe. I mean, he has got it perfectly set up for Back to the Future. Gee, I wonder who found him to to bring him into this. No idea. That's another <laughs> FTF Magazine trivia question. It is. Uh, and uh, Joshua was helpful in getting uh, him on, so... Um, we're excited about all of our guests. And then Brian's going to be on. Brian is going to uh, announce the big major announcement. Huge. Huge, huge announcement. Worldwide huge announcement. So uh, we kind of kept it until then. So um, I think that's cool. That you have done a here. very good job. We let it leak to some people, but you've done a very good job. A little bit, but we didn't tell them a whole lot either, though. No. But anyway, plus the whole network's going to be on. We're going to have a lot of fun. Oh yeah, play games. You know, Gary said he would stay on as many hours as it takes, even after eight, to get all the money raised. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Yes, Udak. Yes, you can uh, get that. I will pull up the link right now. And it's uh, fundraising.stjude.org forward slash POH2020 for the audio listeners. There you go. You can give now or you can give, I, we suggest December 6th. If you can't make it December 6th, please give before because we want to make our goal. But if you give that night, we have a lot of cool prizes. We have like over 40 prizes to give away so Mm -hmm. very excited we've had uh, a lot of cool uh businesses provide uh right in the rain i can't list them all but there's a lot of uh a lot of cool vendors that wanted to be a part of it right um and so that's really exciting that they're back to just give stuff away as part of they want to be part of the process of giving and uh helping us raise uh that money so we yeah the, jude. The, the short version of it is we're raising money for saint jude it's an eight-hour podcast it's the biggest we're gonna have a lot of fun shows the rest of this year of course yeah. but it's the biggest thing we're doing the rest of this year um and the most important thing we do all year long um the other thing is we're announcing the biggest thing we're going to do next year yeah on that show to, uh on the sixth so I, I can't imagine we can top what we're going to announce on the sixth on that show it's a long year, but we'll get to it. Right. <laughs> Jigsaw. Yeah, there's a lot of for another show that night. So yeah, you got to pace yourself that night. <laughs> pace yourself for those eight hours. We have a lot of that. That's for another show. Yeah, that's that is for another show. It is fact. for another show. Uh, all right. So uh, let's get into tonight's show. Mm hmm. Very interesting. Um, actually, I did. Uh, uh, so, Jesse, I did put the information in there that was provided to us by geocaching.com. It's at the very top. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, go ahead and tell us a little bit about what we're talking about tonight. So, 
The show tonight is about visually impaired geocaching. Um, many people may understand why this kind of topic came up when it did. Uh, geocaching.com sent out a, was it an email or was it a blog post? I don't remember. I got it in email. But uh, anyway, they sent out some information recently about uh, some tips to make your cache pages uh, more inclusive, I guess, uh, to open them up to a broader audience uh, for some people that have visual impairments. A few yeah. tips and tricks that you can do. Pretty simple things that we do. And uh, and as geocachers, obviously, we want anybody that wants to try geocaching to be able to do it to the fullest of their ability. We know that everybody does different stuff. Everybody attacks it from a different way. But if there's some things we can do to help people, you know, enjoy this game, of course, we're going to try to spread that information. Um, so we'll start off with um, their email in case anybody missed it. I know there's a lot of emails that, you know, we just whoop, we skip a lot of those or we never get to them. Right. I think this one was kind of important. You know, they didn't hit you over the head with it. They sent it in with a couple of the, you know, other topics or whatever, too. But right. I think it's it's worth taking the time to highlight it. Yeah, it was interesting, uh, you know, that they're doing that. And it, it is an interesting topic. I mean, how often have you I mean, I've never thought about this before. I have, but I have somebody in my family that's visually impaired. Okay. So, um, and I'm going to bring that up when we talk about it tonight. We didn't, we hadn't sure. really chatted too much about it, but we're going to talk about some simple things that we can do and, yep. and kind of get into a little more complicated things. If you're, if you're going to go down that path, but, yep. uh, it's like we've talked about before with, uh, there's really only one, you know, kind of terrain rating that's important. We've mentioned that before. Um, uh, this is kind of along that same vein, right? You got to consider, who's caching, who could be out there caching. Um, we're not, you know, again, we're not telling you how to cash. We're just offering some more information for people that, that want to consider this. Yeah. And so tonight, as we, we, we discuss this, we'll talk a little bit about what was in the email that, that geocaching.com sent as far as suggestions. But we also went out and uh, we uh, did, Jesse and I did an interview with uh, a lady named Shell who goes out with her family in geocaches. You'll find mm -hmm. out more about Shell tonight mm -hmm. as we show you some different clips of our conversation with her and um, talk about how she geocaches as a visually impaired geocacher. I found that fascinating to to talk to her. So um, let me know, Jess, you want to start with the first one and we'll go from there? Well, let's, uh, you want to let's go through first? a little bit of what uh, HQ sent out. I think yeah, it's okay. worth touching on. That sounds and good. then we can kind of get into those uh, the interview snippets. And there was so much information. Um, when we talked to Shell, we kind of broke it up into smaller parts because we wanted to kind of unpack it and, and kind of add some more in there. With it. We didn't want to slow her down, but we did want to add the information. So um, starting off, uh, HQ said uh, they are continuously working towards a more inclusive and accessible experience for all players. Kind of like what we we're just saying um, today. We want to ask for your help to make cash pages more accessible. That seems great. Right. Um, so kind of looking into that, unpacking that a little bit of what they're saying. Um, they're talking about images on cash pages and we're talking about specifically for visually impaired cashers. Right. Right. Um, so they offered this and this is kind of one of those things that they, they gave great information. Um, and uh, it's like anything else HQ sends out, right? It's going to hit home for some people. And then some people are going to go, what? What are we talking about? Um, <laughs> yeah, that's because true. There's so, you know, there's people that read that newsletter that have found three caches. 
in their little hometown. And there's people that have found 150,000 of them or whatever. Right. Or sure. people are over 200,000 now. Right. So, yep. um, and this one has to do kind of with uh, HTML text. Some people right. are like, yeah, duh. And then other people <laughs> are like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, we've done a little bit of that on this show before we've talked about how to add HTML and do some other things. We've never actually mentioned this before on any of our programs though. No, never no. even really thought about it much either. No, we haven't talked about it or, or no, we really haven't addressed it. We, yeah. we kind of addressed it, you know, the, the uh, terrain one when we had on, mm-hmm. you know, our R and M cashers because, uh, you know, he's in a wheelchair. And so that was interesting to talk to him because, you know, to find out about a true, what's a, what's a true T one for him? So Roomba cats is getting ahead of us. Shh, slow down, slow down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, and that would be much more advanced, right? We're gonna talk about the simple stuff first, and we're gonna move more to the advanced. Um, yeah. And Gary's showing this now. Uh, one of the things they said was, if you have images on your cache page, your geocaching profile, or any trackable pages, which hopefully you do, because you're gonna spruce them all up. If not, go back a few shows and you'll know why. Yep. Um, please consider adding alternative text to describe your image. This will help visually impaired players who rely on screen readers. I, I guarantee you many people have never thought about that before. No. I, I guarantee um, you if that. you're not aware of what a screen reader is, um, some people that have trouble reading for many different reasons, colorblindness, uh, partial colorblindness, partial visual impairment. And I think... It, Shell does a good job at talking about this later. Uh, I don't know if we, we brought the clip into this part or not, but um, w- when you hear the term blind or visual impairment, it's not an all or nothing thing. Yeah. So keep in mind that they may be able to see some of it, but not yeah. all of it, some contrast and stuff like that. Correct. So they just may need some additional assistance or larger text or something else to do it. Well, one of the things that they do is they have a screen reader. A screen reader is like everybody has on their laptop, you can have it read the text on a document or on a cache page or a web page. Um, it's not perfect by any means, but it definitely can assist somebody. So kind of when you're typing up your cache page, maybe think about how would this read off? Again, you don't have to do any of this, right? But yeah. we're just thinking of some suggestions for people that want to include people with it. No, that's good. Um, uh, do you want to uh, kind of go over what they said for how, how you would do this? Yeah. Um, I have the information here and we'll talk about it, but you can add alternate text within your, the use your user friendly editor, whatever <laughs> you're using, right? Click on the image, select the image properties, add your image description in the field, alternative text, select okay and save. So yep. I think it's pretty simple. So super simple and it doesn't hurt your page. It doesn't mess up your puzzle. It doesn't do anything to the page other than if the picture is not there for a reader, it reads them the alternative text. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, uh, uh, that's very important. Oh, I was going to Udex. I learned about alternative text at work because we're designing the website. So we'll work, but worth it. Yeah, you're exactly right. Udex. It's, it's worth it, especially like you said, people are reading those. Um, and so that's, well, not reading them, they're, um, you know, 
they're needing the text to help them, especially if they could see some. You know, Tom uh, mentions, he says, my totally blind kid can see light. Mm-hmm. Don't know about colors, but just the light is useful. Yeah. So, so um, if you're going to use HTML code, like some people program with the, I don't even, what do they call that editor? I can't remember. The friendly editor. It's something. WYSIWYG? Yeah, WYSIWYG. Um, I don't use that one very often. I use HTML because that's what I prefer just because that's what I've been using for years. Um, if you're going to do that and you're at an image, you know, it's the image tag like you always do. And it's yeah. just alt equals and then all your information is inside the quotes. Yeah. So it's, you know, picture of key or something like that. If it's if it's a nonsensical picture that doesn't matter, it's just decoration, you can just tell them what it is. If it's something that has some informa- uh, information that matters, put it in there. So they, they still get the, the feel of what it's of what that page is, right? Yeah, exactly. In fact, they mentioned that was that was in the the um, the email. Like you said, is that if it's if you're just doing an HTML, um, then uh, you know it's like you said the, the syntax for HTML you is on the image tag. Add the alt alt alternative alt, attribute syntax is and it's there on the screen. The image alt equals text. Uh, if the image is only for decoration, use alt equals and then use double quotes. So the screen reader skip that. Mm-hmm. Skip skip that image. So and like Ginger said, that could be hard with codes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is not going to work for everything. Um, you know, uh, and Gary and I were talking about this when it came out, and it immediately made us think: What about our cache pages? You know, what about our trackle pages, our profile? But also, we have a website, right? This is where we gather all this information. It's where you go to get the notes. And there's a lot of things that we can change to make it, you know, inclusive of a lot more people right. um, on there as well. So, you know, we're not saying don't do a puzzle, right? A lot of people do puzzles and they hide in the images and they do other things on the page. Still do that. Not every cache can work yeah. for everybody. Right. But if you have a cache and it's not going to hurt the, you know, the spirit of the cache to add these little small things in. That's one step that that's not much to do. Yeah. Now we're going to talk about more stuff later, but this one step is not that much to do. And I'm definitely going to go back and look at mine and see if I can add these in. Cause there's no reason not to. Um, I did find a couple and like Jinxer mentioned with the codes, that is going to be a little more difficult, right? I have one that's a puzzle and it's all within the picture. I have no idea how to make an alternative for that one. Right. Yes. Very good. Uh, you want to at this point you want to yeah so so much information in Shell's interview like Gary said we broke it up into four little parts that we can kind of slow down and unpack but I think it's time to to get started with it all right let's let's watch part one of the interview with Shell so I'm guessing you started geocaching before this March or April right we started what 2017 2017 I okay. was looking for free things to do with the kids mm-hmm. crap that we hadn't because we always go to like the museums and not that that's a bad thing, but that's what we always did. We always went to museums right. and zoos and we have memberships at dozens of museums and I was looking for something different to do. And my husband, I drive him nuts because at that point I could still see and I like to do the drive down the road and see a green sign. You got to stop and read what the green sign says. Right. <laughs> And if there's a sign on the road that says, you know, someone died here, or, you know, the biggest ball of yarn, I was like, oh, yes, stop. Check it out. Yeah. So when it's we great. ran into geocaching, when I found the priest, I was like, 
hey, let's try this. And he thought I was nuts. He's like, that's like looking for the big ball of yarn. I'm like, yeah, I know. It'd be awesome. <laughs> so I suckered him into it for the weekend. And he thought I was crazy because he thinks I'm insane anyway. Right. So we went on the big hunt for the big ball of yarn, just figuratively. Right. And we went through like six, seven of them, couldn't figure it out. And then we hit one that had a merry-go-round, one of those circly things that they spin on. Oh, yeah. And all four of the kids went nuts and they jumped on that. And I was like, well, they're playing. Let's keep searching. Yeah. And we searched and searched, probably spent 30 minutes to an hour there. Mm -hmm. And then he finally found it. I had no clue because I'm, I was more excited with finding green signs. But <laughs> he ended up finding it. And then we just kind of got hooked from that point. Very cool. And it kind of merges both of our interests. I like the big stupid balls of yarn, and he likes to go on treasure hunts. So, so a little background. I wanted to mm -hmm. use that part of the clip to begin with because she was a geocacher prior to her losing her sight. And she, uh, so she does tell us about that. We were talking to her. For, we talked to her for quite a while for the interview. If we played the whole interview and the comments that we wanted to make, we'd be here for a few hours. So what we did is we cut out a few things of this and uh, we are going to release the full interview. The patrons are going to get that. It's going to be on YouTube. They're going to, we're going to send that out to them. Um, but she gets into some really, I mean, it's pretty personal. Well, it's very big. You can't get more personal than what happened to her. Right. Yeah. Um, so she talks about that, you know, the accident, what happened and things like that. And yeah, she was, so kind of set the stage. She was a cashier and then she had some physical impairment. So she, you know, they found that first cash. And then some other things happened, some health things happened. Um, but we kind of wanted to zone in on the part that's happened recently and, and how she, how her and her family are still able to cash as a family activity with a visual impairment. Right. So. Yeah. She got into uh, discussing. Uh, I mean, she's she basically is 85% blind mm -hmm. at this point. Uh, one, one of her, one of her eyes, she can't really see out of very well. And her other eye, she sees partial and she can see it out of her periphery. So, um, so anyway, so just give you, a, that was, I wanted to use that clip just cause we give you a background that she, she's familiar, she was familiar with geocaching prior. Uh, but I think the background is important in this situation because again, a lot of people that don't have anybody with an impairment in their family, they think, well, people with impairments are not caching. Well, they are. And they're not always cashing alone, but they, they want to do as much as they can by themselves. Like everybody does. Right. Yep. Um, so she tells us, and I don't know if it's coming up in more clips, but how they kind of do it together, but they yep. do it as a family together. And shell, if you get to watch the full interview, you'll see, but shell is not one that's going to let anybody stand in her way. No, she's going to go do it. She says she was stubborn. I love it. Um, but we have to kind of think about that. We may want to open things up because, She's lucky enough that she has a whole family. They still do it as a, as a family activity, but some people don't have that kind of support system. So right. as much as we can make open to them, I get it. And there's obviously there's some caches that aren't going to work, right? I'm not going to go get a scuba cache. Shell's not going to go get all caches either. Yeah. Um, but the more we can open to the more people, the more fun we can provide. Yeah. All right. Ready for part two? Yeah. Here's part two. I think me and Shell are uh, more alike in the stubbornness. You say inspirational. I believe stubbornness is what is the key well, to now, Yeah, you are <laughs> stubborn. I know that. I don't like being told I can't do something. Right. That's that's right. Oh, yeah. That's the word. <laughs> Jesse, that's one of Jesse's like, 
because um, we were talking about uh, before we we started the interview is that uh, you know you you prefer like you said to go you you don't want to find the the LPC you want to find something out you know where you got to you got to do some work for it and mm-hmm. um, you know Jesse's the kind he doesn't want to necessarily find five LPCs he'd rather go up in the mountains and find one just one mm-hmm. cache. <laughs> It's the effort that makes things fun in life, right? Yeah. Most definitely. So I think uh, a good idea would be, since you do have the perspective on it, maybe we can talk about, because uh, I, and I, I think many people haven't thought about it because they just haven't been in the position. They haven't talked to anybody. They haven't thought about it from your perspective. Um, but how can we make, how can caching be more inclusive? And I know you can't speak for everybody, right? We're not asking you to speak for everybody, but just from your real perspective, like you said, um, you still want to go do fun stuff. So how, what would make it better? How do we make it better? Okay, I can kind of explain it from my point of view. I, I'm fine with it the way it is. But that's because I, what I can't see, I see through my husband and my kid's eyes. Right. right. My son will take my phone and he'll videotape it because if I can get it close enough to my face, I can see it. Right. Um, they take pictures for me. So mm-hmm. I, I can't see about two and a half in front of my face. So there you go. So that's, <clears throat> they give you an idea more of what she's going through. Mm-hmm. Well, and that speaks to the differences, right? So she has a certain level of visual impairment. Other people have many different levels, right? So some people can't see anything. Some people can see about half and half. Some people based on contrast. She's able to, if she really slows down and looks at it, she can see it if it's right in front of her face. Yeah. Um, but there's a limit to that too. Right. Um, and she does mention later that she uses a reader a lot of times, but also she'll, uh, she'll have her family read it to her. Yeah. But she wants to do as much as she can herself. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now she also doesn't want to admit it. She wants to do everything, (laughs) but, but you know, we're talking about people that don't have the same support system and she's very grateful of her support system too. But, um, you know, that it does kind of touch on, it gives you an idea it's not an all or nothing thing. And I think that's one of the most important things she wanted to get across too, is, you know, do a little bit to improve and you can help a lot of people. Yeah. She, you know, to me, she's, she is very inspirational because she is not going to give up. She wants to keep going. So she'll have them take pictures or even take video Mm -hmm. of something. uh, And then they'll hand her back her phone and she can kind of, hold her hold the phone sort of little off center from her eyes and she can she can see that mm-hmm. and she can her periphery visions a little bit still there in one eye so she can see she can still read a little bit she can still see things so uh i think that's a good point too um i think a lot of people when they you know you've hidden a bunch of caches i've hidden a bunch of caches a lot of the people in the chat room have hidden a bunch you know yeah and a lot of times we just we get that crazy idea and that crazy idea doesn't get out of our head until we hide that cash. And, you know, we think it's great and we fire straight forward, but you know, maybe this, this will remind us take time to slow down a little bit and think not only can I make this really fun, but how can I make this a little more inclusive to other people as well? Right. How can I make this a little more accessible to people? Um, And I'm not saying mess up your puzzle, do your puzzle, make it as hard as you want it to be. Yeah. Um, visual impairment does not equal bad at puzzles. Right. That's not the same thing. Right. I mean, 
impairments of any kind don't mean bad at puzzles. Still make your awesome puzzles, but just think how you can include more people in it. Absolutely. Yes. All right. Uh, here we go. Part three. So would it be helpful then, I guess, maybe uh, one of the, the helpful tips might be if um, if you're going to mark the terrain and mark the terrain right, which is a whole other thing, right? People yeah. should mark them accurately, obviously. Right. Um, but uh, maybe one possibility is is given a little better. Maybe not, not everybody wants to read it. That's okay. But maybe given a little uh, better description of what the terrain, what you're really going to be facing when you get out there. Yeah. That would be nice. Like lots of stumps. So, you know, you can kind of, because when you carry a stick, you don't hit, if you have a stump on one side and you're only going on one side, the other side, you're not feeling what's, right. so you trip a lot more. Mm -hmm. um, letting you know if there's areas that are kind of washed out or, I mean, I know they won't always know because things change, but they'll have a good idea of, you know, be careful there's areas that are washed out or they're working on this or at right. that point. Absolutely. Well, just because you can park 0.5 miles from the cache in the parking lot doesn't mean that the trail is going to be 0.5 miles, right? It could be three miles or more. Exactly. You need to bring water, you know, maybe middle of the summer. It could be snacks for the kids. Yeah. Snacks, yeah. You know, let the kids know what they're getting into, right? Because sometimes they get impatient. We all have kids. We know, you know, all of us that have kids know exactly how that's like. Right. Um, okay. So uh, distance, you know, the terrain, what the terrain's really like. What else would be helpful features that, it, these seem obvious, but not everybody thinks about that when they're putting a cache page together, right? If they have low-hanging trees, because if they know they're doing trails and there's low-hanging trees, just kind of put a note on there, lots of low-hanging trees, because it really hurts to have those suckers hit you right in the nose. <laughs> yeah, that is bad. Yeah. Well, that's a good point, too, because people think of terrain, they think of what's under their feet. They don't, they don't think about what's up, right? So that would be good to any obstacles, really, that could, that could get in the way of that trail would be important to put on there. And it's not that, you know, we'll get people who are visually impaired won't not do it. It's like, I'll still do it regardless, but I just, it would be nice to know, okay, I need to kind of watch my head because right. my husband will forget to tell me, you know, watch out or my son will hold the branch and realize he got sidetracked and let go of the branch and hit me in the head. <laughs> right. But it's kind of nice to know that, you know, expect low hanging trees. Exactly. No, that is good. This was a good one. So we, we got to have a good conversation about a few uh, caches they went out for. And, and Shell told us about a few things that uh, she emphasized how she probably it. it we, we connected on this one because how she probably should have been smarter about what she went after. But she went after it anyway. She just went and did it anyway. I was exactly. like, yeah, that's you know, we all have those days, right? We're like, I probably shouldn't do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, but she talked about terrain, which we've all talked about before. Terrain's important. Um, and like she said, just because they're visually impaired does not mean they're still not going to go for something that's not a one terrain. That's their choice, right? Um, yeah. But think of terrain more as more than just she used the term obstacles, which is great. I've never even thought of that that way before. You know, we always just think about how how steep is it? Yeah. How long is it to get there? We didn't think about other things like stumps and low hanging tree branches and and other things like that. That I, I, we just I just never thought about that before, right? Like vines and bushes things that are going to trip people especially if they have any kind of visual impairment you're not going to it's it may be flat ground but right. you know the bushes you go through that they're going to trip you no matter what it's it's not a bad thing to warn people about that right no absolutely you know i i was thinking about that that there's a couple of my caches i know that i need to go back 
and add more detail on because I, you know, I could easily put in better information than I, because we all could do that. We could all either revisit some of our caches or just think in our mind what it would take to walk to a cache of ours because there's things that, that really are important that, because I'm thinking of one that I have in town here, you I could easily put on there that you could walk the the park path mm-hmm. for most of it, but at the end of it, you're going to have to come, get off the path to walk over near this pond, and you could I could easily put in there, um, you know, you're going up a small hill, um, you know, there are no stumps, there's no, you know, I I could easily put in there. When you get near the cache, um, you might have some branches, so you need to be careful. Very simple thing I can put in there for visually impaired. And all of us could do that. We could all sort of step back and go, you know, what would it take to get to this cache? Maybe maybe it really is a kind of a landmine situation right. trying to get yeah. to it. I mean, it could be rocks everywhere. Yeah, and I like what Shell says in, in the full, you know, extended interview. She She's the first one to go, I'm not saying make it easy. Don't give it away. Right. But you can give information about the area without giving away where the cache is, right? Right. A lot of times, now, sometimes it's just a marked traditional and you know exactly where it's going to be. Sometimes it's a puzzle. Sometimes it's other things. But, you know, I I like that she said, you know, don't give away the farm. Yeah. Just say, you know, you're going to go from a paved path to it may only be like a, a six inch little stream that you go through. But that's huge. Yeah. That's, you, you know, feet get wet, bushes, stuff like that. That's good information to give. And that's not giving anything away. You can see that from Google Earth. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's not, yeah. you know, you're not having to give a description that's like it's on the third branch east of the, you know, come yeah, on. You'll do that. I'm not doing that. But we can spend a little time giving a description, be a little more, you know, we know half people don't read descriptions anyway. <laughs> but the people that want to, let's put some good right. information in there for them, right? Yeah. No, that's, that is perfect. Uh, Rubicast mentioned something interesting. Is might there be might there ever be a visually impaired friendly geocache attribute? So there may be. You know what? And it may not have to be an official thing, right? Um, yeah. You know, we we talked about, and I think we're going to try to touch on it a little bit more. But if you decide that you're going to go back to some of your caches and add some things, you can add a section and say for visually impaired, here's some information. Yeah. Right. Or for people with you know, however you're going to change and, and kind of open to it, people that need more information, read below. If you don't, it's a spoiler, so don't read it. You know, you right. can easily add that on your cache page anytime. Well, there's a, uh, the Motley Caching Crew light, as we called ourselves this weekend, we went out. There's only two of the six of us got to go this weekend. But um, we, uh, I, I was, well, we did the interview, so it, it was clear in my you know it was much clearer in my mind. But we had, we went and found this cache, and it was labeled a T one. <laughs> it was not a T one. I mean, right. I, and so I, I didn't I didn't contact the, the cache owner, but I did put in my comments that this was not a T one. So if you're in a wheelchair. You're not going to be able to, unless you're you got one of those all-terrain vehicle type wheelchairs. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to. Uh, it was at a height 
you know, this is, this is a lot of times people forget about when you're handicapped uh, or when you're uh, wheelchair, when you're real, when you're, when, when you want to make it wheelchair accessible. Because uh, there's a lot of handicaps, so I'm trying to be. I want to make sure I'm specific. Right. Uh, wheelchair accessible caches. It was at that level. You know, that's one thing that the you know the all, all the R and M cashers would say to us is the fact that people don't think about the fact that they just assume they assume too much that oh well it's at this level. They should be able to, you know, pe- a person who's in a wheelchair, it's not necessarily accessible to them. You, right. have, to th- you have to really think through it. So, and you know, that is something that we we all need to remember when we're trying to mark a terrain for, uh, right. for a cache. So, and let's, yeah. let's be honest about it. Most of the caches that are out there, including my caches, I'm not talking about just, you know, just it's not one of those just other people's caches things. Yeah. Most of your caches are not like super tricky hides. There's absolutely that pers- large, there's a pretty good percentage of them, but you know, like the gum thing on the gum wall that used to be there, th- that's just hard to find, right? That's a tricky thing. You know, the the one lock that's on the whole chain link fence, those are hard to find or whatever, right? right. You know, on the, the wall of locks, those kind of things. But a lot of the caches are out there. It's just getting to the point, And when you get there, the cache find is not super duper hard. Yeah. So if you're doing that on those instances, it's not a terrible thing to go. This cache is probably between three and five feet high from the ground. Right. If you're not giving anything away because it's a bush or a tree or whatever else, why not give that kind of information? Sure. That's helpful. Now, a lot of people won't look at it. We've talked about this before. I don't read anything until I can't find the cache. And then I read everything else, right? Did, did I just read, read the name and the, the coordinates and then I go from there. <laughs> There you go. If I can't find it, then I go through my whole list of everything. And now if I right. really can't find it, then I start calling everybody in the world. But right. um, <laughs> on a cache, it's a standard cache, you know, where the hide itself was not the super tricky part of it. It was, you know, just location or whatever else. Sure. Why not give a little extra information? I'm not saying give away the farm and you can put it in the hint and you can put it encoded or whatever else if you want to. But if it's one of those things where that doesn't deter from or yeah. diminish the experience, go ahead and, you know, Give that information out there. Put in the description. I don't think it's a bad plan. Yeah. All right. We have one more part to the interview. So yeah. here, we, here we go. Anything else that just jumps out at you? Is there anything that you've seen that would make it? Description is good. Terrain, that's some really good information. Yeah, that's good. Um, anything else? I know we talked about, you know, possibly one day there'll be an audio addition to it and something that people can figure out, you know, where it can read it and, you know, the the clues or the puzzle or whatever could have a second option for audio. There's, there's not a real good way to do that now, but, uh, um, yeah, go ahead. Sometimes maybe like if it's close to the road or whatnot Mm -hmm. and there's trees, you could say, you know, count the trees that would help because, you know, can't follow the coordinates and whatnot like other people can. Right. So you you could say you can count the trees or, you know, it's a sixth rock or, you know, just kind of like an extra little weird hint that most people wouldn't catch on to mm-hmm. because it's like going up and down steps. I don't pay attention to the steps anymore. I just know how many steps it is to get to the bottom of the stairs. So, I mean, you kind of learn to count things, which you're not supposed to, but it works. Still works, right. You still just kind of learn to do it. <laughs> I mean, for someone, it's like my vision. I have peripheral. I don't have straightforward. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So for me, it would be, okay, well, there's eight big trees. 
oh, well, okay, I can start watching for eight big trees. And you can give, you know, a general area, but it would make a little easier for someone who's got even just a little bit, of, you know, a little bit of vision to be able to go, oh, there's eight big trees, so I can start watching out for that since I can't follow the right. coordinates so well because it's not big enough on the phone. Right. Well, thanks again. I, well, your, is your husband willing to pop into the screen real quick and just say hi? There he is. There he is. Hey, thank you so much for everything. Uh, and uh, keep getting her out there, you know. And of course, you can't stop her because she's going to do it anyway. <laughs> I'm stubborn. No, she's pretty right. good about going, hey, you gotta go, we got to go do this geocache this weekend. I've seen this on Facebook. And, and a lot of times it's because of the information that's posted. Yeah. That we'll go drive out of our way to go do a geocache because that looks really cool. Let's go do that one. Yeah, yeah. Should we? You and I are not huge social media fans. We're not, but, but it is useful, right? Especially in this game, it's pretty useful. Yeah, I mean, it, what's interesting is I didn't ever think about this, but she she's looking at Facebook and she's reading. She's a big history buff, by the way. We were, mm -hmm. we kind of left that part out a little bit, but um. It's interesting that she mentioned that she's looking at what people are saying about caches, and then she's learning. She's saying, "Oh, that caches." She lives up up in Michigan, uh, mm -hmm. in case you're wondering. Uh, and um, I can always give people more information uh, as far as generally in a more general sense where she lives, in case you want to put a cache out, you know, and have her go go help, you know, for her to find it. But. Um, so we touched on a couple of things in there and I want to get to some yeah. comments real quick too, because yeah. I expect nothing less than what I'm seeing in the comments now. So right. like Roomba cat said, I am very intrigued about making a gadget cache series where the visually impaired have the advantage. I love that. Why not? Absolutely. That's awesome. And that's the exact thing I expect from this group of people because geocachers and are always wanting to improve the game. They're always wanting to be, uh, you know, make it as fun as they can for everybody. And of course, that's the first thing they think. They think, right? You know that there's some people out there that're like, "I don't." That's not my problem. Yeah. Well, that's sad. But that's yeah. not the kind of group that we have here. We have, oh, this is cool. I can make more quality caches now because there's more. You know, there's new ideas there. Yeah. That's the best thing. That's what we wanted to hear, right? Um, and uh, so, Hugh said the same thing. Um, that'd be really a great idea with the gadget caches and put some easy ones. We can duplicate them in different parts of the country. Yeah, I like that. That's exactly what we were hoping to hear when we when we put this together, that people want to get together and create awesome caches for people that may not have been able to get into some of them, right? Perfect. And then, uh, so this leads into some more information too. Has she all found a cache that she really liked and what made it better? So she talks about this a little bit more, but uh, one of the things, the clips we didn't play tonight was the description. So she's a history buff, right? And she says like, they'll go to places that are that are historical, and it's really neat to read all about the information. They love it. Um, she said, but sometimes people will do that and forget to tell you why you're there. They'll take you to a really great place yeah. and forget to tell you what's significant about it. Then you've gone before you even realize it's something. So that was the big thing. She talked about a couple history ones. And she was like, there's no way I would have ever found it. And one of the favorite ones she actually mentioned was one that they went to a graveyard. And they didn't even find the cash. But they decided to go ahead and clean up anyway. Because it's yeah. a historical graveyard. So, um we, we kind of forget those things, right? Sometimes. But um, so since people are talking about it, we talked about this a little bit and we want to talk about, so basic things, description, terrain, make sure those things are correct. Um, add the alt images, but yeah. 
some more advanced stuff that we talked about was potentially adding an audio component to your caches. Oh, absolutely. Why not? Now, we don't have the answer to how to do that other than maybe recording a YouTube with some audio and put a link to it on the page. I don't know. What What do you think we or ways we can advance this in the future? It's a hard one, right? Yeah, we is. need the creativity of the this group of people and you know, where I go has a section where you can do audio. I like um, audio. I like you know, I always idea. advocate for where I go, but that's just me, right? Yeah. They're clunky, they're hard to use, but they do take audio. Yes. So do lab caches. So if you have a lab cache set, you can make the whole thing audio. Yeah. We we talked about uh, a couple weeks ago about on Puzzle Talk, we did talk about uh, audio caches. Mm-hmm. That was always that was fun to talk about. We've talked about those before where you call a number and you get the information. And so, I mean, in many ways, um, yeah, so Jigster's right. You can easy to add an audio link. So I, I, I want to hear more about this because I don't really know how you would add an audio link. The first thing that comes to my mind is YouTube. But I guess you could do a recording and do like a Google Drive because they really don't want you downloading things, right? That's part of the rules. Right. I think Google is okay. And you can do a link to a Google Drive audio recording or something, right? Uh, yeah. And let me, uh, I'll pull up the show notes for that. Uh, the one I'm, that we, we talked about. We could, and we can bring up a, a, a quick uh, cache uh, for, 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 you know, the visually, for some of the, that are visually impaired. I think that they, these caches would be great. Uh, we could even, you know, I don't know if there's a way to, you know, go ahead. Maybe a contest for accessible caches could be a cool idea. The winner can get a sweet coin. <laughs> I would absolutely be willing to spearhead that contest. So yeah. we could do that here. We'll have to think about how we could do that. But maybe everybody that's listened to this, you know, we set a certain amount of time and you publish a cache that's accessible, new, after the thing starts. And at the end of it, we put them, you know, maybe there's 20, 25 entries or whatever. And we right. let people vote on what's the best one and most accessible in those different areas. And there's a prize for the winner or a couple of prizes. Right. That would be, that would be awesome. If we could, if we could start people thinking down that route, not only are you making your caches more creative and put more effort into it, but you're making them more creative and accessible to more people. That's an awesome idea. Yeah. I love I'm that. Gonna, love it. I'm going to bring up a, uh... I'm looking at and uh, yes, even Direwolf can enter. He said he's well, going to enter and win. <laughs> he won. I think he has to wait a decade, right, before he can win again. Is that the a decade? The yeah. No, this contest everybody's eligible because it does a good thing. So, Roomba Cats challenge accepted. I love that. I would love that idea. As a matter of fact, send in ideas. We'll share them with everybody. So keep it on equal footing, right? How can we? How can we add audio to these cash pages? How can we do that and make it accessible to everybody? Or there's other, th- there's other, you know, accessibility issues that we need to address too. Right. But why don't we do that? Let's, let's make sure this game is open for everybody that wants to play it. So the one, the one page I brought up about audio, it, it mm-hmm. just takes you just, it's a, it, it's a, it's a link just sends you to another location. So to play, let me find another one. So we can, and I'm sure people, there's some people that have some awesome caches that are even in the chat room tonight. We're going to be listening to this on audio later, but uh, yeah, um, let's share those ideas. Let's, let's get them in. Let's share them. Um, We'll do a follow-up. We'll we'll put some more information on here, but 
you know, what's, what's some good tips and tricks we can do to make our caches accessible. And I'm not saying give it away. Shell was the first person to say, don't make it easier. That ruins the fun. Right. Just give more information. Yes. Yes. She was very, very specific about that, that, you know, that's, that was the point was that she wants, she doesn't want, you know, she doesn't want you to just hand it to her on a silver platter. She wants you though, to at least give her the tools to allow her to find a cache. Mm-hmm. Roomba cats brought this up. We talked about this in the full extended interview, but uh, there are so many keychain style voice recorders. This would be a great feature to include a CO narrated description of the cache. Yep. And absolutely. So a reader is great. A screen reader is great, but it's not the original intention. And they're not going to get things right. If you use slang or any of our geocaching terms, Yep. And it always adds a little bit something extra if the cash owner, the person who's really passionate about that cash, right. is the one who reads it. They're going to put the hints in where they need to be, and it's not going to take you that much longer to do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna start looking back at some of mine and see which ones I can do. Yeah. But um, it, it's not going to give anything away. You're just reading the same information, right? But you're yeah. you're reading it in a way that Absolutely. you want it to be out there. Right. It's perfect. Uh, yep. Yeah. I like it and I'd love to see because, you know, we get to talk to a lot of people. We get to hear a lot of ideas, but the people that listen to this show and watch this show are way more creative than us. Sure. They've done some things that, you know, that are amazing. So I'm really excited to see what could happen from people just to start thinking about this topic. Right. Like where can we go with it? It, uh, I do like that. Maybe an attribute would be kind of cool because we can geocaching.com we could ask this to brian during podcast to hope even i'll put it the you know put in the notes that mm-hmm. they're open to ideas like that so you then the, added those recently yeah. they added all those new sure did you know the uh the dangerous staircase yeah that's right with the who knows what's at the top of the dangerous staircase it's the unknown the unknown at the top right the uh let's add a question mark to everything uh uh, uh, attribute the uh, three caches along a trail is, is a requirement. No, wait, that's power trail. Never mind. Yeah, and then the uh, they stole our puzzle talk. Uh, that's right. Alternate, but you know what? I bet uh, the best way to get um, a true attribute for something like this would be to have a lot of caches that it applies to. Right. They're not going to do it. They're not going to make an attribute hoping somebody's going to use it. We start doing it. We start making our caches accessible. Yeah. Um, and th- there was a service for a while, um, handy, handycaching.com. They kind yeah. of, they're not around anymore, are they? In terrains. We've reached out to them. So if anybody knows anybody from that organization, tell oh, them yeah. to contact us. We'd love to work with them and see if they're still going to be active and still going to do it. I think that's a great service. They really go through and have people rate whether that one terrain is truly a one terrain. Yeah, here's their page. By the way, they are the, the page is still active. Let me I'll, I'll share this. Screen. Well, people are still active on the page, but I don't know if the page is still active. It may be, and I hope it is. Yeah, it's uh, it's a it's interesting. I mean, there like you said, it's uh, you can find a rating, you can decode. Uh, you know, 
you know, uh, you can look at what other people have rated. Rate, they could you can take a look at the cash and go, okay, well, here's what they're here's what they rated at. That gives you a better idea of maybe is it truly a a, a T one or you know that kind of thing. So. And that's what they're looking at on this one is T1. They're specifically concerned with T1, right? And they have a whole rating for how you would rate it. Um, have some information to go through. Um, I think people are still rating on there, but I don't know if the owners are still doing much with the site. I hope yeah. they are. And if anybody out here is connected to that, tell them to get in touch with us. We'd love to spread information about their their website and the, the efforts they're doing. Yeah, um, absolutely. Um, but, you know, something like this, um, because it's more than just the terrain. There's other things that can impair somebody from being able to access a cache, right? So we'd love to get as much exactly. information and knowledge out there as we can because we all want everybody to find our caches, right? That's what we want. Yes. Well, absolutely. some of us don't. Some of us don't want anybody to find our caches. <laughs> but for those ones where you do want it found, you uh, you want to do that. So, um I think it's a great start. I think we have a great group of people that can probably help us champion this cause. And why wouldn't we make our caches better for more people? Yes, absolutely. Uh, there's some other information you'll find in the show notes uh, when you look at this later on, but we did leave in some other information, some other uh, articles that talk about making sure that you use contrast, uh, use, uh, be mindful of the colors that mm -hmm. you put on the web page, uh, because again, some people are looking at it and they're trying to may not have perfect vision. Right. Um, There's actually a bunch of notes in this this show notes. Yeah. Um, we weren't going to read you all those. A lot of it's about coding and and text and colors and everything else. We really wanted to get across the uh, the intent of the idea and and what Shell told us, which is uh, don't water them down, make them better. Yep, absolutely. You know, and she's not demanding that, and she never would. You know, but there's a lot of people out there that may or may not have a good support system that still want to be in the game. And if I can do a little bit of something to make it more fun for more people, I'm going to try to look into seeing what we can do. Right. Perfect. Well, I think we're ready to wrap up for tonight, aren't we? Yeah, keeping uh, we 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 respected everybody's holiday time and kept it a little short this time. It's hard for us to do, and that's why we uh, we narrowed this down so much because we could have talked for three hours on this topic for sure. Yeah, we wanted to get to the the pertinent info. Uh, and show was great. We, we'll we'll send her another note uh, after tonight, thanking mm -hmm. her. We might even you know to try to get her some more information. Uh, to help and then maybe follow up later and see what mm -hmm. she thought kind of do some feedback back and forth and see uh, again she's up in the uh, uh, I think she's near Jackson Michigan so if you live in up, up in that area uh, and you'd be interested in helping maybe put a cash out and we could provide her uh, more information um, in case you're wondering that is uh, west of Ann Arbor, west of Detroit. Mm -hmm. It's uh, due south of Lansing, Michigan. So um, if you have cash in that area, you think would be great for her to find. Maybe that would be a perfect thing for her to you know, give us the information. We'll, we'll definitely pass it on to her and her husband and her family. So 
Absolutely. And if anything in this inspired you to have a, a great creative idea, we're going to put out some caches along this vein, please let us know. We'd love to highlight them. We'll, yes. we'll show people, we'll send them people that way. We, we want to highlight the good work that people are doing. So absolutely. Yeah. Please let us know if you do it. Please do it. But also please let us know. Yep. Thanks. Thanks. Ruby cats. Uh, keep in touch. Ruby cats. Let us know. Uh, if you do, uh, Ruby cats make some great caches. And mm -hmm. so I think, It'd be interesting to find uh, find out more from him as what he might what's in his brain because I'm sure he's he's thinking right now making notes. Oh, you know it, yeah. Oh, and, you know, oh, and share that. share this with other people. You know, the best thing is when you come out with an idea that's really cool and they just start popping up in other places too. Yeah, invite her out cashing with you. Uh, what's this uh, this whole problem we've got currently is going to go away soon. Um, Gosh, maybe maybe it will. Fingers crossed. Let's hope. Yeah, smash that like button. I like that's the yeah, our, yeah, our, absolutely. Our Aussies who they always say smash it, smash the like button for us. We appreciate <laughs> that. And uh, we'll give you more information about different things. We have more fuel for obsession. There you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we all need that, don't we? Yeah. Thanks, Direwolf. We appreciate that. And uh, more coming up. Uh, we've got some more shows. Obviously, uh, he still he likes it when. Gary's on the left, Jesse on the right. Well, we can fix that real quick. Let me just do this real quick. And there we go. Is that better? Make you feel better? <laughs> we got it super fancy now. Tweaking um, around. So lots of big stuff coming up. And uh, everybody, you know, enjoy your holidays. Keep checking back in and get yeah. yourself ready for Podcast to Hope. Get ready for Podcast to Hope. Have a great week. Uh, enjoy Thanksgiving if you can. Uh, get out. Uh, get some time away. Maybe Friday instead of Black Friday. But buy, Go buy a bunch of bunch of stuff don't do that get out and uh you know provide for others mm -hmm. maybe find a cash or two yeah and, absolutely uh, there we go all right let me hit my let me hit the correct <laughs> correct button here it's always a it's always a trick isn't it so here we go uh <laughs> he's, uh, it's all moved around a little bit <laughs> It's Where one of those nights. It? it really is. It is one of those nights. The opening. Where's the new show closing? There it is. I found it. All right, here we go. Folks, we hope you've enjoyed the show tonight. Please email us your comment at geocachetalk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. The show can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, or Spotify, as well as at the Geocache Talk website. Don't forget to click that subscribe button below and ring that bell notification so that you can see and hear the show on a weekly basis. And tell your friends about the show. Get them involved with us in the chat room. And until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Go geocaching. Happy Thanksgiving to all the U.S. folk, and mm -hmm. uh, happy uh, Sunday to everybody else, and we'll see everybody next Sunday. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.